Kum Lenin, Ablak Timura, we are up to the Ayin Zayin Omer Aleph. We're discussing David HaMelech's antecedents, Moya Vulay Moyavi, and Amoy Vulay Not everybody agreed to it. In fact, we learned other Gemara that Boyaz had to make a declaration as well. He's one of my Rus in the first place. And um, and uh, we find that Doi Wadaymi was against it, and he stumped everybody. And we had a machlekes as to how we know that the females of Bunks Moyav and and, uh, and Amoyin were all right, either because we just stressed the word Moyavi, which is written in masculine form, or because the pasuk gives us a reason, like Rav Shimon says, and that reason didn't apply to the women because they were so. Because the people of um, of Amon um, refused to go ahead and share food with the Eden, so therefore they did, <clears throat> and join the men who goes there. So we're up to the Gemara here, that right in the middle of the page, the last line is. Is Dora Shirava. Rava Dashid. My receive it says a passage we say in in Halot. Pitachtula Mysairai. You open up those uh, straps that we had. What what is he talking about? And but obviously, I had a baggage, I had these two straps on me, which is my my um, my ancestor, which is Rus. And then Shlaya Melech is going to marry Naama from Mayavi, uh, from, um, uh, from uh, what do you call it, from Amoini. So we're just starting to go to here, and Ayn Zayn, right by Rav, said, my receiver says, right in the middle of the page, must say, you open up my straps, you open up my two straps that they held me down. Rus you allowed Rus, because she's female, and Rosa Naama Amoinis. You, both of them were permitted to marry, so we are all right. Dorosh Rava, Rava Dashi. My dirsiv, it says a pasik. Rabbi Sasito, and he said, Rabbi Sasito, Atra Hashem, Lefeno, Sechom, Sechom, Elenu, that you did so many wonderful things. And, um, and this is regarding what did Hashem do? He doesn't say a lie um, to me, a lie to us. Who's us? Because David was on the receiving end of what was ridiculed, and so was Rechavim. His, his grandson, Melamitre Rechavim Yeshe Bechekeshel David, Rechavim was sitting on the lap of David, Omale, and David Melch was talking, was having a discussion with his grandson, and he said, Alai, the Alecha Nemrushte Mikreis Halalu, regarding me and regarding you, these Sukkim were said, when you know, Nifloi Secha, Machshir Secha, that you helped us out, that um, even though I become from Maya and Amain, because it comes from the, the, the female, and you said it's Mutat, everything's all right. <clears throat> Thinking about further talking about the daughter of Rabbi Dasham, I Marty. I then said, um, I now came the Megillah Sefer with this scroll, Kosel Alai, written about me. Which scroll was written about David Amelech? So he says as follows: When he was um, when he was being um, anointed as the king, what had happened there? Um, is Marty. I thought I thought, well, you chose me, selected me now that I should become the king. I didn't know Shemagila Sefer in the Torah itself, Kosov Olai. In the Torah itself already, it's uh, um, alluded to us. Hosam it says by Light over there that you should save Light's daughter, take your wife and two daughters. Why could they might succumb to the sin? And it says there, it says Hanim Ice. Two daughters you hand that are found in your house. And Hachaksiv, and here it says, tell him that Motsasi, I found David Avdi Bishem Kachim Meshachtiv, and I anointed him with oil. But I found the same word, same expression. That means for already then, why was Lloyd saved and his daughters so that David Amelech can be born and Rechavim? 
Okay, now back to the halacha side of the Gemara. Amar Ula, Amar Rabbi Yechanan, Ula said in the name of Rabbi Yechanan, Abbas Geir Amoini, Shayla Lekuna. I want you to know that the daughter, if the father is a Geir from Amoin, which he is forbidden to marry to the Jewish nation, and the daughter, and he converted, the daughter is Kosher Vakuna. He is a Yid, because he's from Amon. And he um, and right now we're under the supposition that the mother is also from Amai, but the mother is is is, uh, is permitted to convert and everything else. She's, uh, she's allowed to marry anybody she wants, and the father isn't. And that daughter you should know is kosher for kohuna. Says the Gemara, who we talked about, talking about. We already had previously a machlekes between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yisia. According to Rabbi Yehuda, he holds that in order for um, a child for someone to be suitable to marry a koyim, both both parents have to be eaten. And either the parent is a gear, even an ordinary gear, that the child, a pogum, cannot marry a koyim. So obviously, this thing that you're saying is not just a gear, it's an amoin from Amon, which is the worst because they can never enter the fold, is um, surely uh, the daughter is not kosher lakuna, can't be a kosher abhuda. The mother is a full-fledged yid. And just the father is a ger. Kibas Cholzochah has the same status as the daughter of a chol, which means that she's disqualified from marrying with Koyim. How can it be? How can Rabbi Yechon say it didn't according to him? And must be according to Rabbi Yechon. Rabbi Yechon holds that even if both parents are ger, it doesn't matter. Since they were both, uh, since she was born as a yid, she herself is not a ger, so she could marry a koyim. So if the mother, so so in this case here, the mother and the father are both gay and sort of mammon. They're allowed to marry each other. And because, um, uh, therefore, the child is kosher. So why, what's the chiddush? Of course, she can marry a koyim. The daughter is kosher lakun. So what's the, the 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 big deal here? So the mother, um, <clears throat> Uh, if you want to tell me that not, we would have thought, when does he say that the, that the daughter is kosher lakuna, that they're gating and the parents are gating, both parents are gating, but they both are able to marry any Jew or Jewess that they want. Okay. But in this case, since the father is from Ammon and he cannot marry into the Jewish fold, I would have thought that since the father cannot marry into the Jewish fold, therefore the daughter is disqualified from marrying a Koyin, and that's why the Kiddush is he can. Says the Gemara, why would he have thought so? So what if the father cannot marry into the fold? The fact is that he's Jewish, and he's a gay, and the basically holds that the parents are gay him as long as she was born as a yid, she can marry a coin. Why should it be any different? Why should it have any bearing on her qualification to marry a coin? Says the Gemara, and not only that, the mother is, is, is like a full-fledged yid, because by women, from Amin, they were right. Says the Gemara, the Yalif, he would have thought we should learn out from a coin, Godel, and an Almona. A coin model is not allowed to marry an almana, and the daughter is a is a halala apostle. The daughter is a, if a coin model marries an almana, which is not allowed to a widow, the daughter is disqualified. Um, so I would have thought that maybe over here also something is wrong because the father is from Amman, can't marry anybody to Jewish. Oh, maybe the daughter is disqualified. So, what are you comparing? In the case of the coin god, he's doing an avera. In the case of the of the Amman, he, he's allowed to marry his wife from Amani, from Amman as well. So what's the problem? Because she's not cold, so they're allowed to marry each other. No Aveda happened. Why should he think those disqualified? They commit an Aveda. It makes sense that the daughter should be disqualified. But in our case, Namaini, who marries Namaini, which is 100% legal, so why should the child be disqualified? The mother said, Well, 
I'll prove him a chol. A chol, a koyin whose father married a divorcee. So he himself now is a koyin chol. He's been a koyin who's desecrated. He's allowed to marry a bas Yisrael. He can marry, uh, he can marry anybody. And he's not doing a sin. And yet their child, their daughter, is also a chol. Can I marry a koyin? So not necessarily it's the Aveda that causes the child to be disqualified. So what, what, what are you comparing? The Chol himself was born through a sin. His father was a Kayin who married the divorcee and not allowed to. And because they were both, they committed a sin, the child from that union is a Chol. So maybe it makes sense that the granddaughter is also is this wife married Kayin. In the case of the Amoyin Amoyin, no Aveda was done or they weren't born with it in sin either. A Goyin have children. The Kohen God will prove it that the Kohen God himself wasn't born in sin, and yet the daughter is disqualified. But the Kohen God didn't have Aveda. So Chazar had to go back and forth between the Kohen God and the Chol. Each one has a different Chumrah. What do they have in common? What they have in common is that the sin that they committed is not as is, um, different than everybody else because there's something wrong in each case. For example, the coin God committed a sin by living with a widow. The coin head it was born from a sin. In, is the Ubitepsulas uh, Afkan over here also? She ain't never call over here also that since the father cannot marry into the call, the the daughter should be possible. Says the Gemara, what are you talking about? Mala you're right, each one has a different angle. But the fact of the matter is, she can't Each one of them, there's an angle of a sin involved. Right, either the born in sin or the committed a sin. Here in my mind, no sin happened from the beginning, no sin happened now. So why should the child even be disqualified? That you need to tell me that it's not disqualified. So the Lord says that Dilma maybe who said we're talking about an Amoini who married an Amoini so no sin happened? No, we're talking about over here. An Amoini that married a Jewish girl. Now a sin did happen. Amoini married a Jew, Amoini didn't marry anybody, anybody uh, born Jewish, and he did. So Aveda happened. So we would have thought, well, Aveda happens like an Ammonic coin bubble, the daughter should be disqualified from a coin. And the Chishabirkin is, that's not disqualified. Now you'll ask another way around. How do you talk it on? Why talk it isn't the daughter disqualified? And the first says, Dilma, are you really talking about an Amoini who married a Jewish girl and we misunderstood you? I forgot to be Yosef Aveda, and you're trying to tell us a Chidish that even though a sin was committed, Pitik Shay, the daughter's kosher. Omlain, he said exactly right. Exactly what I meant to say. Um, and we'll soon see how we know. And, I, and how do I know that? The also Ravin, Ravin came along and he said, a bas gay amoni, the daughter of a, of a male amoni, gay, ubas mitzisheni, and the daughter of a mitzisheni. Now remember, mitzisheni is not allowed to marry into the Jewish fold, but his kids can. So their daughters, Rabbi said they both can marry anybody. And the Shlakish, Omar Psula, the Shlokh they cannot marry a coin. The Shlokh Psula, the Yahweh from Kohen God, the Shlokh the Apostle, because it's no different than the Kohen God, where what, since a sin occurred, Abitzi is not allowed to marry a Jewish woman, and neither can Amon Geir marry a Jewish woman. They both committed a sin, and just like a Kohen God marrying a widow committed a sin, the daughter is disqualified marrying a coin. Same thing with them. And Abi Echidus agrees. He says, you're right by a Kohen Gadol, but not in this case. Shader, in the case of an Amoin or Mitzi marry, their daughter is not is, is qualified to marry a Kohen. How do we talk about And why should that be the case? The Tony Rabzaka, Rabzaka, who is um, from the following discussion between Rabzaka and Abi Echidus, we can infer what Abi Echidus actually holds. The Tony Rabzaka, Rabzaka once said, Kamed Rabbi Echidus, before Rabbi Echidus, and it says in Pasik, who should a Kohen Gadol marry? Ki im sulam amav. He should not marry a widow. He should not marry a divorcee. He should not marry a halala. 
someone who, um, you know, born from a parent who committed a sin, should that marry a zoiner? But who should he marry? He should take a, a girl who's a virgin, from this nation. The word ma'amav is, is we're going to play with that word. Could have said amav, maybe didn't say anything. Lahavi comes to teach us as well. Who else can he take? Me'amav. Giyadis. He can take a giyadis. He can take a giyadis where um, that the father and the mother come from the same nation. He can take a giyadis come from the same nation. That's what he said. Um, um, if the parents are both gated from the same nation, that daughter is qualified to be a coin. That the, the daughter can marry a coin <clears throat> uh, as long as the daughter is born as a yid. On the other hand, if um, according to this, if let's say somebody from Ammon married a Jewish girl, so they're from two different nations, then the daughter is disqualified and she cannot marry a coin. <clears throat> Why not? Because a sin was committed. We're talking about not just Amma gay, we're talking about a gay that is a sin involved, like from Mitzri or Ammon. Uh, comes along, said back to him, no, I say, Amav, it could have said Amav, by saying me Amav, even partial for, uh, from another nation, Lahavi to include Psula, to Psula Habome Beis Amin, that each parent is part of a nation, over the two different nations, where the father is an Amoni, the mother is a Basis Roh, and maybe that's what it means, and there's two different nations, and, and even though sin happened, the daughter is qualified. You insist that the Giyadis can only work out if both parents are the same nation and, uh, and, and, and disagree. The Sulay and no more. Now he used the word, he used the word two nations. He doesn't spell out what he meant when he said two nations. So there's two, we, we can learn You could argue that two nations is, is the father was from Ammon and the mother's from Ammon. And why the two nations? Because the mother's allowed to marry a Jewish person and the father's not allowed to. So it's treated like uh, two different nations. And why they call two nations? The males are forbidden to marry the Jewish folk that came with daughters. And that's what Makapod is saying that the father's from Ammon and the mother's from Ammon, the daughters are right, and Abiyach is against it. If that's what Abiyach meant when he said, that you, yes, I hold that it's all right. If they're both um, from two nations, and he meant Amon, Rabzak is saying exactly the same thing. He's saying Mekana, which is one nation, because they're both from Amon, and Rabbi Yechon using different expressions, but they mean the same thing. What are they arguing about? And obviously, what they're arguing about is if the Amon, he didn't have Veda, and he married a Jewish girl. So according to, and so he didn't say clearly, but we're understanding, interpreting his words. So according to Zakai, because the um, the two different nations are not Makana, the same nation. This is a Jewish woman, this is Amoin, therefore the daughter disqualified because Abeda happened. And it's still all right. And that's uh, what we said. But he could, I mean, others said, Abeda said clearly, Amalai said, Ani Shaina Amav Me'amav Lahavi. And Abeda spelled it out to include, include Absula Hab, um, sorry, just one place. Psula haboa mishne amin to include a psula that comes from two nations. Umeam shiyesh mishne amin. You can have one nation that's like two nations. And ba'at omrid, and you say giyadis mekana. He said clearly, I hold a psula from two nations, which is what a Yiddish woman and an Amoin. And that gate, and that gate himself comes from a nation that's split into two. That's how I learned. He's mishne amin, and umeam shiyesh mishne amin. 
There were two nations there. The father was an Ammoni who, who married a Yiddish Abbasisra, which they did in the Sid. And the father was from a nation that that nation itself is considered two nations because the women there are, are, are permitted to marry it and the, and the males are not. And you should know that that daughter can marry a Koy. So he learns from the word Ma'amov. You say only should be the same nation? No, I hold even that case is permitted. So like, okay, so therefore that's how we know Rabbi Yechon holds this Chiddush here that even though by Ammon and God the, the daughter is disqualified, but in the case of Ammon marrying Yiddish woman, the child can marry a Kayin. Says the Gemara, according to this Lashon, we clearly spelled it out. That they, what are we including? The daughter of someone from Amman with a Basisro. Why? Because it, he himself comes from a two nation country. So, what about a Basimitsisheni? The other example gave was a daughter, uh, a Mitsisheni is not allowed to marry a married woman. The daughter is qualified. But the Mitsisheni is not from a two nation, it doesn't come from a two nation because there's no difference in males or females. So, how do, so what's the head to there? Why can their daughter marry a Kohen Gadol? Basimitsisheni, how do you know that? <clears throat> and because did a sin, no different than Monica and God, the daughter should be disqualified. The Pasek Amav Me Amav only teaches you that the two nations got married, and the and the man came from a, a, a nation that's divided two nations. But Mitch, you're not divided two nations. Says Igmar, if you can tell me, once we've established that an Amoini married Yiddish woman, even though they're in sin, the daughters are qualified to marry Kohen God. So Mitzvah is the same thing, even though they're living in sin. So we just draw a similar, we just learn it out straight directly. I'll tell you, I'll argue that you know why an Amoini who married Basisro were lenient. She came to The females of Amoin are actually permitted, um, and therefore straight away. But Mitzvah Shani is more strict because there's no difference a male or a female. You got to wait till the third generation before they can, anybody can enter the fold. So because we have a leniency by Amoin, maybe that's why the daughter of that of a union of an, of an Amoin and a Yiddish woman were lenient, and we allow them to marry Kohen Gadol. If, a two, if both are second generation, the father and the mother of the Mitzri, their daughter is 100% kosher because she's a third generation. Um, and, and, but this is totally permitted. So therefore, there's a leniency there. <coughs> so somebody goes back. No, you know why the daughter is totally legitimate? Because nobody, nobody committed a sin. But when the Mitzvah Shani married, Abbas Yisrael, a sin was committed. So who said in that instance the daughter is all right? And Amoini married by Yisrael, but prove it to you. They, they, did it, they committed a sin, and yet the daughter is qualified. And, um, and what's the Tzad HaShavah? That even though they both are not, you know, they both are not really suitable to marry the Klai Yisrael, not the Amoini, not the Mitzvah Shani, but the daughters are qualified to marry Klai. He said, now I understand. He once walked around saying a story about Amav and Me'amav. He died in my company. I had no clue what he was talking about. And now exactly, we know exactly what he was talking about. When Rabbi Shmuel, the son of, of Yehuda, came along, he said, so Rabbi Yehuda, who is a student of, Rabbi, of Shmuel, called his son, uh, Shmuel. Um, we see that so often. Omar, he said, this is what we learned uh, before, uh, this is what Abzakai learned before Rabbi Echenon. A woman from Amman is kosher. This is what he said. A, a certain price. This is the price that Abzakai said before Rabbi Echenon. If a woman is from Amman and she, uh, you know, get married, her daughter is Hamza Kasher, which is, we know, also we'll see. 
course, all the women in Ammon are kosher. But no, if she her husband is from Ammon and they have a son, that son is just like the father of Ammon and cannot marry Yid. Possible. Cannot marry Yid. But if the husband is from Ammon and, uh, and they have a daughter, right? If they have a daughter, the daughter is kosher. When is the daughter kosher to marry Koyin? Both parents did not live in sin. They were both Gerim. And the daughter's born kosher. She's 100% kosher. But if the daughter came from Amoini and the mother was a Yisrael, so Naveda was committed, that daughter cannot marry a Koyin. So Rabbi Yechen said, put on the bro, take this bright and throw it out because it's not right. And I'll explain you the bright that's correct and the part that's incorrect. My dame, this is that a woman is kosher. Yes, 100%. The daughters are all right. Amoinis is masculine and not um, the female. Fine. But not Amoini, the father's Amoini possible. Yes, you're right again. Amoini who? He's Amoini. Who beat him? Amoini Kshayda. And then you say, the daughter from Amun is kosher. Lemai, what do you mean? Elaim, love it, call. You tell me the what do you tell me? The daughter from Amun is kosher to what? As to marry a Jew, even the mother who herself was an Amun is, is allowed to marry. Sure, the daughter's allowed to marry. What's the chiddush here? Elaim, love to marry a Jewish woman, a Jewish person, Jewish man. Hash to imak sheida himabaya. The mother who originally was herself from Amun, she converted. She's allowed to marry to the daughter, of course, born a Jew, of course, a Jewess, of course, she's allowed to. You tell me what that they're talking about the daughter marrying Koyin. That's what the rice is telling us. And you give then you're qualifying the statement as follows. When can the daughter marry Koyin? Both parents, the both parents were from Amoin. So they didn't really commit a sin when they got married. So the daughter was born Jewish, can marry a Koyin. No sin took place. She is Gaido. Ava, but you're trying to tell me the Bryce is saying, but be tell me But if the mother was a yid and the father was a goy, so they're living in sin, the daughter disqualified. My If you tell me the both uh, that's the same nation. Everybody agrees that that's all right to marry a coin. That's what you're talking about. And I want you to know, therefore, to throw it out because that's not the halacha. The halacha is that even though the parents live in sin, we learn out from Amav Me'amav that the daughter from such a union can marry a Koyan. Okay, so then we had a machlekis in the Mishnah. We then said, came along a mitzvah, a daimi, are forbidden the two generations, male or females, and the third generation they're permitted. Came along, Shimon said, No, which is so strict, it's forevermore the males are forbidden, yet the females are permitted straight away. So, surely, which only have two generations, surely their wives or the women there should be able to be mutter straight away. So, the Chacham said, If this is your tradition, okay, but if this is a Kabochem in logic, we can undermine the entire Kabochem. And the Gemara wants to know how. Because we didn't say in the Mishnah how. In my sugar, how could the Chacham undermine what he's saying? We can say, we can say that Arroyas itself can, uh, will prove them wrong. Why? Because um, what's generally Arroyas? Arroyas is you're not allowed to live with your daughter, you're not allowed with the granddaughter. But beyond that, they'll go with your mother and your grandmother. They'll go any further. It's only we have a thing called Shniyas, which is the Rabban. But from the Taita, all our Rayas are also only three generations. And that's it. They'll go any further. Um, and there's no difference. Yet there's no difference, males or females. You would have Yuchai, want to say that if it only goes two generations and that federation is permitted, that we should make a difference between males and females, a Kabuchaymah from Amin and Moyab. All our Rayas 
only are limited to a couple of generations, and yet there's no distinction between males and females. So we see that because it, it, it's, it's a shorter, shorter, and we're going Easter doesn't in any way make a, make an allowance for making a difference between men and women. It's only three generations forbidden, and yet make no difference male and females. So Mordechai jumps and says to defend Rav Shimon Yochai, how can you bring Arayasif? Arayasif is so stringent. Because it's so strict, because you get chorus for Arayasif, therefore, makes no difference males or females. But we're talking about Mitzin Adaymi, with all this is a chiv asay, that they should not marry into the Jewish fold. So therefore, who said, all the public says is that the children that they will have, the third generation can come back. So we learn now that they can't before that, you're not allowed to. So it's a lav habom miklal asay, it's so much weaker. So maybe the, there should be a distinction male or female. So you can't chorus. There's colors involved. My friend can meet today, but there's no colors involved. So maybe there's a difference in male and female. Says, but a mamzer here, a mamzer. If a mamzer lives with a Yiddish woman, there's no, there's no chorus involved. There's a lot. There's no chorus involved, and yet we make and we say that the child of that union is a mamzer, regardless of it's a male or a female. So we see the mamzer here. What's mala mamzer? Mamzer is different. She came in role lovely because a mamzer is not like a mitzvah. We're talking about something that's forbidden for two generations, or arroyas that only go for two or three generations. You're bringing in mamzer, which is ad oilam, goes on forever. So because mamzer has that stringency that it goes on forever, therefore there's no difference male or female. Doesn't this prove what we said? Yeah, and arroyas is different than this chorus. Says the Gemara, arroyas arroyas will prove it. It's not forever. It's only two three generations. And yet there's no distinction between males and females. The Chazra demon go back and forth, back and forth. Each one has a chum, the other one doesn't have. What do both have in common? They are forbidden. A mamza is no difference of a male or female, the children among Zaydim. And when it comes to Arayas, the three generations, no difference if it's the if it's the daughter of your son, the, the, the daughter of your daughter, makes no difference. Is Afani Ovi, and therefore I will say the same thing here. There's no male female. So there also is no difference males or females. And just because by Adoim and Maya and and that's that's a special exception. Amoyim is a special exception. Says the mother, one second. In these two cases, you give me Mamzer and in the case of Arroyas, and you want to know why there's no difference males or females. I'll tell you why. Because even though, let's say, there's no courage by Mamzer, but he was born from an affair of Karis, a married woman, you know, and, and, and had an affair, and that's an Easter of Karis. There's an angle of Karis in each one of them. In the case of Amoin or, uh, or in the case of Mayavi, um, there's no courage whatsoever. Therefore, we're, um, we're much more lenient. Where where uh, you don't bring me any proof from there, and therefore there we make a distinction men and women. So Shimon Chayy said the same thing should be by mitzri. By a mitzri, Shani, there's no courage involved. This should be that the women there should be permitted straight away and not have to wait till the third generation. Don't bring me arroyas, or don't bring me mamzer with this astringent side to it, which is an aspect of kares. Nu takar rabbanon. What rabbanon? Why they maintain that there's no kavuchaymer? Rabbanon, the rabbanon, they'll say. It says, Mecholol, the Chayove, I say, they learn out, what about a Cholol, let's say, um, from a Chayove, I say, um, where we say over there, uh, for example, um, a Kohen God marries uh, a, a girl that he raped or that he seduced. There's an Easter, I say there, because it says in the Pasuk, you should marry a Psula, 
right? And not someone who's not absolute. There's no law marrying someone who's not absolute. It just says a positive thing. You should take a you should take absolute. Right? And so there's no law involved whatsoever. Except that Rabbi Loz is the only one who holds that if a girl, a single girl, had a, 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 a one, a, even one relationship already, with even some mutter, she becomes a zayin. But no one else agrees to that. So there's no zayin whatsoever. And um, and yet Rabbi Loz ben Yaakov says, if the kohen gadol lives with that girl that he raped, so therefore she is not absolute. It's only a chiv say Their daughter is disqualified from um, she's a kid from marrying a kohen. She's a cholol. Um, so therefore, Rabban is saying, we learned from a chol chayvasei, but there's no kodesh involved whatsoever, and yet the daughter is disqualified. So the same thing they say over here, that there's no distinction in male and female, when it comes to a mitzvah sheni, makes no difference. Um, <clears throat> so what did Avshim Yechai say? Avshim Yechai, they asked him, if it's logic, we can undermine it. She said to them, no, um, he says, he, um, he says, first of all, you cannot slug me up. And second of all, I'm telling you what I heard a tradition from my rebels. What do you mean by saying loy no? Clearly, I don't agree with your question. I actually hold that a claim God with his, the woman that his anusa, the woman that he raped, that daughter is not. Taka, it could marry a claim God because it's only from a say I hold no problem with it. And that's why I hold Mitzvah the same thing. That the, the women should be permitted. You, the Svilok Rabbi Zayakov, even you who agree with Rabbi Zayakov, so logically you want to argue with my Kabu Chaimit, but you should know how Lachani Oymer. I heard this from my Rebbe, and therefore that's how it is. That's what we learned. It says in the Brahsek, it says in the passing by, by Mitzi, the children that you will have, and the word that was used is Bonim. Now, sometimes Bonim can mean, you know, non gender, sometimes Bonim means boys and not girls. So Shimon says, Bonim will bonus. He takes it, uh, you know, literally, only the sons of a Mitzri are for, are, have to wait three generations, but not the daughters. He holds like his Kabbalah, the daughters are immediately permitted straight away. David Rab Shimon. Omar Abdi Bida says, Hari Oimir, it says in Posik, Bonim Ashe Yivodu Lehem. It says, Abdi said, it says the children that will be, they'll be Dorish Lishi. The third generation um, could come back. Why does the Taylor have to say, Obviously, children are children. What do you have to say, Ashe Yivodu Lehem? Means, I don't care, it's non gender. Anyone that they, gave, that they gave birth to is forbidden to join the fold until the third generation. All has to do with the children give birth. says, he loved the said, it's not for the fact said, that we don't care if it's a boy or a girl, they are forbidden to third generation. It's not for the fact that Yehuda argued of Shimon. If Yehuda would not have said that the girls are also forbidden, which means therefore the mitzvah is allowed to marry a mitzvah. If he wouldn't have said that, if he would have said, look, the mitzvah is now a full-fledged Jewess, then the mitzri would not be able to marry her. Um, um, it would be a problem. Why? Kivan the Amamar. Why? Because Rabbi Huda's of opinion that Kahol Gaidim Ikrikal. We don't agree with it, but Rabbi Huda's of opinion that um, that a gay is also, once they converted, they consider part of Kali Yisrael. And all those people are now that marry Kali Yisrael are now married to Then, according to Rabbi Huda, this mitzri is stuck. He has no one to marry. Cannot marry a Gaidis even. Forget about marrying a Jew. A Jewess can marry because they're all considered cold. He's stuck. How is it ever going to get to the next generation? But because we learn from this passing that the women are also forbidden, so Mitzi now can marry a Mitzis. Mitzi, Shane, even my How in the world will you ever be able to go further? 
Then Gemara says, what's a kasha? That's a, a, a strong expression. There's no way out. Of course there's a way out. He married a Jewish woman in sin, but he did it. And now the child, if it's the third generation, the child is permitted. So why the Torah when the Torah says third generation minutes, talking about even if he did it in Israel, maybe he can't say like Matzah Yod of Ragot. So you want to demodify the Maybe the Torah is allowing for if he didn't listen, he defied the Torah's orders and he married uh, a Jewish woman, and the child it will be kosher. Says the Gemara, the E like Chiv Kra. The Torah doesn't make allowances if you didn't obey. The Torah is not going to tell you a heter if you didn't obey. You should know this is all right. The Torah doesn't work that way. Says the Gemara, we mean Hadi Mamzer. Uh, the whole idea of a mamzer. A mamzer, as you say, the next generation, the next generation, the E, the, the mamzer, and the tailor says that, you know, the mamzer has, you know, it's also future generations, which means the mamzer is living in sin. He's not a married Jewish woman. If he did, the children of a mamzer as well. And yet, because we grow, the tailor talked all about a mamzer. Um, uh, the e the talks about the whole dinner mamzer of a married woman committed a sin. And yet the Torah tells you the children of mamzerim. The Torah talks about things that if people did the wrong thing, what the consequences are. Says Gemara, yes, you're right. The consequences where it's 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 uh, the, the, where there's a with a the dire consequences. The Torah will delineate them. But where the consequences permitted, the Torah is not going to make allowance as if to say, oh, well, you know, it's not so bad if you're doing a because the, 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 the end result will be good. Tay doesn't do that. So to say a mitzvah shani, if you're not allowed to marry anybody, but if you had, if you did, the child is kosher, the tailor wouldn't do that. The easy sunna kosher, the tailor will kosher. What do you mean? Harimazi, Gurushasi, if a guy was married to a woman and then divorced or she married somebody else, and then she wants to come back to him, they can't. And yet the tailor says that if they come back, he to Ava, she's a problem with the children of kosher. So the tailor clearly does tell you if you did something wrong, you know, if that consequence is not so dire, the tailor allows for that as well. Tay even informs us. The Elah Tater Kosovo, the Kosovo Hassam, the mother, no. Hassam Mishum Ikri Sudo. The main point there is to tell you he Ta'eva, that now she is a Ta'eva, that means if the, if, the, if the first husband that she remarried, let's say, um, let's say if she's married to her husband, then she married um, and um, married somebody else and came back to her husband. She is now considered a Ta'eva. That's the main thing to tell you. Um, and um, and, the, and from that, we also learn out that the daughter is all right. But the main purpose is to tell you that she is a table. Okay, we'll stop over here and we'll continue tomorrow, Mitzvah Shema. Everyone have a